coming up. One friend is accused of murder and the other friend has died. Um, so it was something that really rocked this this city of Hazleton. And it's something that even still to this day, um, I think is on the minds of a lot of people who live there. For Vault Studios, I'm Will Johnson. You're listening to The Daily Crime. On today's show, we're going to tell you about a case in Pennsylvania, a murder that took place decades ago back in 1992. The killer convicted in this case may now be eligible for parole because of some rather unique circumstances surrounding his age. I'm talking to Carolyn Blackburn at WNEP Newswatch 16 in Pennsylvania. Carolyn, uh, so so this individual, Todd Tarselli, he's been behind bars, but might be getting out earlier than expected, right? Right. So the murder actually happened on January 23rd in 1992. According to police, Todd Tarselli was friends with a 17-year-old. His name was Mark Bunchock. And he knew that Bunchock was an assistant manager at a Kentucky Fried Chicken in Hazleton, which is about 40 minutes away from the Scranton area. And Tarselli would um, know that Bunchok was going to close the store by himself. So when Bunchok saw Tarselli after hours, he probably just thought that he was stopping by to say hi to his friend and he let him in. But sadly, Tarselli murdered Bunchok and stole all of the money um, from the cash register that night. And it was a brutal murder. Tarselli shot his friend nine times in the head and he strangled him with a telephone cord. Um, Later that year, Tarselli pled guilty to first-degree murder, and he was sentenced to life in prison without the possibility of parole. So, I mean, the original murder was pretty cut and dry. I mean, they were able to track down Tarselli and link him to the crime, right? Yeah. um, Actually, the DA at the time told me that a friend of Tarselli's, I should really say a schoolmate, saw that he had blood on his shoes, and this was a couple days after the, the murder, and so they... The, the schoolmate went to authorities and told them, I saw the blood on his shoes. Maybe you should investigate him. And that's kind of how the ball started rolling. Oh, that's really interesting. So uh, just a, a tip off from someone else who, as you say, saw the blood on his shoes. And do we know much about Todd Tarselli growing up? I mean, he was still a teenager at the time, right? I mean, a, a young man who made this really awful, terrible, uh, life-altering decision for a quote-unquote friend. Right. What we do know about um, his really like formative years was that um, he grew up in Korea and um, kind of where this question of age comes in is his culture living in Korea. Um, He first told a social worker at an orphanage that he was six years old, but in Korea, they have a different age setup. Um, when it comes to calculating age than we do in the U.S. So in Korea, when a baby is born, they're already considered to be one year old. So um, what Tarselli's big argument was is that when he came to the U.S., he was telling people that he was already one year older than he actually was because he's operating under this, you know, thought of how Koreans calculate age. He's not under, um, operating under the thought of how we do in the United States. So, right. So a, a really basic, simple difference, but could have a big impact for Todd Tarselli now. I mean, he was convicted, sentenced, has been behind bars, but this has then come up recently, right? 
Right. He's actually maintained for years that he was actually 17 when the murder happened. Um, But recently, in 2012, the U.S. Supreme Court ruled in Miller versus Alabama that it's unconstitutional to sentence minors to life in prison without the possibility of parole. So since 2012, he's really been fighting this tooth and nail to let everyone know that he was not an adult. He shouldn't have been Um, sentenced as an adult without the possibility of parole um, in his eyes. And last week, the state Supreme Court here in Pennsylvania said it was, quote, more likely than not that Tarselli was in fact 17 when he murdered um, Mark Bunchak because of the cultural differences in age calculation. So it kind of brings up this interesting legal question, whether the Korean age difference uh, takes precedent over our system here. I mean, he was born there, so that's the age that he believed he was. And have you talked about that with some folks in the legal profession? Yeah. So I actually last week interviewed the DA who tried this case and um, who was in you know, contact with the Bunchok family when all of this was going on. And he was pretty infuriated that the state ruled this way. Um, He really feels that this is a dangerous person um, based on the murder that happened and that this ruling will be overturned because um, the Luzerne County District Attorney now is also going to be fighting this decision. Um, So he feels that even though the state Supreme Court has ruled this way, you know, it's going to be fought and it won't actually come to fruition. But that really remains to be seen. My heart goes out to the Bunchok family. This was a horrible, tragic, tragic experience for them and I got to know them. It's a terrible result-oriented decision. Uh, I think prosecutors all throughout the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania are going to be concerned about this opinion. So the court said in relationship to this ruling, because Tarselli established that it's more likely than not differences in cultural norms regarding age caused him to be regarded as approximately one year older than he actually was at the time of his adoption. And because he timely filed the present petition, we reverse and remand the resentencing. This was in a you know relatively small town in Pennsylvania. It must have impacted a lot of people back in 1992. Yeah, I mean. I was reading up on some AP reports before we did this interview just to kind of get a little bit of a better understanding. Um, and this was something that like really rocked the high school um, that Tarselli went to um, because people knew both of them. Um, and so there were counseling you know, events for students who were going through this really difficult time where you know one friend is accused of murder and the other friend has died. Um, so it was something that really rocked this, this city of Hazleton. And it's something that even still to this day, um, I think is on the minds of a lot of people who live there. I mean, anytime I hear a story about young people like this who are friends and then this, uh, you know, really horrific murder shot nine times, what could have possibly led Todd Tarselli to do this, you know, other you know, this robbery, but uh, it, it just so awful. Did he ever, you know, offer any defense for his actions? I mean, that's something that prosecutors, you know, have kind of talked about as well. It just, it's so, this murder was so brutal. And for just the money out of the cash register and killing your best friend, it just doesn't totally add up. So that's something that people never really got a clear answer on. And I think that that's something too, that the Hazleton community is kind of, you know, upset about. And that's something that kind of keeps them up. And, you know, Carolyn, I have to admit, I, I was not aware that 
other parts of the world considered ages like this. You know, we, we always assume here, you know, at least in the United States, that when you turn one year after a year of life, you're, that's that's your first birthday. Yeah, I mean, it, it, this definitely is something that's that's interesting, too, for this community because this has never happened before. And even in court papers, um, you know, the state Supreme Court was saying it's really unlikely we'll ever see a case like this again because as time marches on, we have better technology, we better record these things. And so, you know, this isn't something that they ever expect to have to deal with again. Um, but it is. It's an interesting case and um, definitely unique circumstances. And we will see what happens with this ruling with Todd Tarselli, and I hope you'll keep us posted on this case. Thank you so much. Thanks for listening to The Daily Crime. We're here every weekday, Monday through Friday. Be sure to subscribe to the show and give us a great review if you like what you hear. And if you'd like to learn more about the show and Vault Studios, check out our Facebook group, Inside the Crime Vault. 